What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another super dope episode of the G Splash Podcast Summer Sessions, aka the dopest podcast on Orif. Heck yeah, it is. Heck yeah, it is. That's ours. We kick you six pop culture news stories every week, and we got some bangers today. Uh, I'm your host, Bradley Baxwell. I'm Chris Bucky Watts. This is episode, actually, episode number 144 of the G-Splash main show. What is it? Episode episode 38 of So we're getting close to that 150 mark. That's going to be a big one. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we start season season four. Maybe someone will actually listen to this podcast. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Uh, today we're talking all about the latest in uh, pop culture news. There's some some interesting stuff. We got some gamer stuff, some Tom Cruise stuff. Ooh, uh, always a fan of the cruise. At, as always, we got Marvel stuff and DC stuff. But we got some Christopher Nolan interests. Boy, this one is a packed, jam-packed news episode, so, folks. That's what Brad's trying so, to say. Jam-packed. Yeah. Grab onto your 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 shorts. Oh, that was going in. <laughs> Grab onto your your shorts. We're gonna find our way to honeymoon town. <laughs> yeah, I had no I had no <laughs> idea what I was are going you with talking that. about. <laughs> you better strap in, Billy Bob, or you're never gonna make the Pony Express. <laughs> uh, all right, man. <laughs> Let's just get into some news. Uh, first off, first story on the docket. Xbox PS5 pre-order drama. Mm. Now, before I even talk about this story, Chris, you know, I hate the pre-order stuff. It You're just never seems to be a smooth thing. Yeah, that's true. That's accurate. If I pre, I feel like I pre-order something and then I'm like, where is it? Yeah, I it's like about they it. say like, yeah, that'll be coming. And they always give general dates like pre-order now for the launch and we'll give it to you early. And it's like, well, what does early mean? But then sometimes you don't even get it. And sometimes you don't it doesn't even show get it on up. time. Like there's been a couple of things yeah. I pre-ordered in the past where I've actually seen the item in stores before I got my co- my thing. Yeah, exactly. Which drives me nuts. But all the God hype of it. Xbox, <laughs> the new Xbox and the new uh, PlayStation, uh, they finally had an idea of doing a pre-order. But uh, Microsoft attempted to provide a smoother one. Xbox Series X slash S pre-order, because those are two different Xboxes, right? Yes. Could that be more confusing, though? It's not like an iPhone, where it's like no. iPhone XS 11 or I whatever. I know, I know. It's like, and then yeah. the, the one has, PS5 has the PS5 and has PS5 Digital Edition, which when I first read, I said, how can a console be digital? But it just means there's no CD drive, so you can't mm-hmm. play discs, which, okay, whatever. Yeah, Xbox is throwing these series letters and they're throwing XL five nine two eight. It's like it doesn't make it seem more gamey. That makes it hard what? for me to know what to do. <laughs> I'm just a normal. The other thing too guy. is like they 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 launched the Xbox One. Like why wouldn't they just right. stick with the number? No, nope, because uh, Microsoft we're says <laughs> we're trailblazers. And then they make yeah, word new word. It's like you had it perfect at Word ninety eight. Why stop? You know, yeah. nope. They need XP double zero twenty twelve fifteen forty three. You know how these people are. 
talking about you, Bill Gates. Just give me a serial. Just make it a serial. Just code, make a, yeah. You why, why don't you just rattle off a barcode at me? So what's the drama? Did you already say what the drama uh, was? No, I didn't. I didn't get to it. We've been talking shit too much. <laughs> to really uh, shitting Micro- on Microsoft. <laughs> uh, Microsoft attempted to provide a smooth Xbox Series pre-order experience better than uh, PlayStation's sloppy pre-launch sales scramble by providing Shots buyers fired. with exact times and locations where pre-orders would be available. Uh, mm. Multiple retail websites crashed, obviously, but the upcoming Xbox console uh consoles selling out in matter of minutes this is another thing with launches how do you uh, there's not like there's a million video game consoles right it's not like like shoes can crack like i'm in the sneaker game like you it's i've seen that happen so many varieties so many times but like when you launch something know that it's gonna be and this is another thing we didn't really talk about dc fandom did the same kind of had the same problem too like how do you not prepare how do you not prepare for large numbers like i don't understand that well because i mean you're a billion dollar company the dc one and yeah the dc one is like you know they just didn't know how popular it was gonna be because they're like oh we're dc um but you know like this thing there is something like economics of scarcity and the secondary markets and shit like that that comes into effect but i feel the same way especially when you're talking about like pre-orders like you are like you know what's going on why are you trying to fuck with me man just give me my thing microsoft like the computer internet game is your world right like i get the i get the scarcity this is another thing that bothers me too it just in e-commerce in general I had a situation where I bought something uh, that was full, fully in stock. I got all the way through the process, took my money. 20 days later, my order is still processing. Yeah. And then I, so I email in and I'm like, yo, what's going on with this thing? Like, why is it taking so long? Oh, we were sold out of that item. Like, oh, cool. So wait, 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 hold on a second. It took... You, you had a full-size run-on, so if you were sold out of that item, there's there's no way I should have been able to complete the purchase, right? Like, there's no items. Yeah, so how could you have done that? Why? What? Yeah. So, one, you're not putting in the correct inventory. There's systems in place. Like, it's not that a difficult of a process. And then I have to email in 20 days later to find out that, oh, yeah, we sold out of that. It's frustrating world. Wait, wait, it's fr- this is you pre- took this my is money. Order hell. You took my money. I mean, this wasn't even a pre-order thing. This was like a regular online, regular shopping experience. <laughs> but like, this you took just, the money. Yeah, you you charged me, and then you didn't have the thing to back it up. They just want your money, man. They're all just a bunch of they're a bunch of cheaters, a bunch of freaking cheaters. Ridiculous. I still hate the whole system. If you if you're gonna put something out online, just make sure. You got your inventory correct, and you got the band. You can handle the bandwidth of traffic coming in, especially when every this happens every time a, a console is released. Absolutely, we sell out. They're hard to get the first like year, so either make a higher quantity, or I mean, this is we see this all the time, all the time. But like, it doesn't get, seem to be getting any better for the shopping no, no, experience. Nothing seems to be getting any better. Especially this year, like obviously people are are only shopping online, so it boggles my mind a little bit. But 
Speaking of mind-boggling news, Chris, Boggle we're going to move mind. on from that. I don't even think we finished that whole news story, but whatever. But who cares? <laughs> we get it. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise gets approved for space. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Tom Cruise is, was in talks about filming a movie in space. Uh, well, now it seems that, that he's crazy been son of a bitch is going to do it. Yes, it's been confirmed that the project was in the works, but now sources are reporting that Tom Cruise and director Doug Lyman will officially be making the trip to the International Space System. Space I think station, it's a station. Sorry. I yeah, think it might be a, a station, not a system. Yeah, I'm still stuck on uh, video game consoles. It's a, uh, the International that's Space no moon, Station. That's a space station. <laughs> in October 2021 to film scenes for uh, an as-of-yet-untitled film. Uh, Cruise and Lyman previously worked together on the science fiction spectacle Edge of Tomorrow Great in 2014, Great which film. may give us a hint in what the duo are planning for their trip to the final frontier. So um, they're saying they think this is the Edge of Tomorrow sequel? No, but there has been talks about... they are Edge making a sequel, sequel for that. that. That's already confirmed. Right. So it could be, I mean, it could be, but... No, this will be something different. What would you What would you need to fill? Yeah, you don't need to go to space. I'm curious. Well, I mean, they don't need to go to space at all. Like, But for the Tom, I mean, for Tom Cruise, doing his own stunts in space is a box I'm sure he wants to check off. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You get to go to space. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't want to do that? So he's working with Elon Musk, and he's going he's gonna to hitch a ride with SpaceX with a couple of other cosmonauts or uh astronauts as we like to call them here it'd be cool if the movie was about a celebrity going into space with astronauts right like if the movie's premise was basically what's happening but then like shit goes haywire and he the celebrity's the only one that lives right and so like then he's got to pilot the thing back down and all kinds of shit you know what i mean that's that could be a fun premise yeah i'm kind of I mean, I, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. But I would like to know. I hope they make the scenes like super obvious. You know what I mean, like, oh, yeah. Don't because <laughs> if it looks like it's just a movie that's CGI to everything, like, I mean, we'll never know the difference. Exactly. So hopefully it'll be like. I don't know, maybe we see him on SpaceX and like the actual long. That's know. why that's why I think that's why I'm thinking like. The premise of the movie could be interesting to, because why go into space if you're not going to make an element? Well, the element could be they're making a movie in space or something and the celebrity wants to go and then he ends up being the only person that has to save whatever blankety blank, right? Because then you've incorporated the need to go into a script. Yeah. But who that, knows? You know, I'm not a movie director. What do I know? <laughs> I'm not from big time be, Hollywood. Could just be Edge of Tomorrow too. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know. Have a good transition here, but Supergirl got canceled, Chris. Unbelievable. This was uh, a show that actually originally started on CBS, but then jumped over to CW, and then joined the Arrowverse. But uh, Warner Brothers Television and Bertelli, Berten- did I say that right? Bert, yes. Bertinelli Pasta. <laughs> Bertinelli Productions announced the news in a statement on Tuesday. Supergirl will have a 20-episode final season, which will begin production later this month. Supergirl originally debuted on CBS in 2015, before joining the CW for season two in 2016. Um, 
this was kind of a, a, a weird show when it not, not I shouldn't say a weird show, but when it started and it was on CBS, it was not a part of that Arrowverse or it wasn't. Yes, it wasn't its yet. own its own separate thing entirely. Yeah, but then even even watching the crossovers and stuff that she ended up becoming a part of, um, she actually was in a different universe altogether. Mm-hmm. Yes, altogether. So That's why it, it never, they never separate. cross paths yeah. or whatever. Yes, which is interesting because that this is getting canceled because didn't they just start a Superman show? Yes, because he was such a hit inside that show. Like right. The guy that plays him did a great job and he was so intriguing. Now he's getting his own show while Supergirl's leaving. Which Supergirl always in the first two seasons, like it received, like it didn't have great viewership, but it received good reviews. And honestly, I like it. I think it's a good show. I think, I think it's, they, a, yeah, it's one of the better ones. I yeah. mean, they've really been successful in this area. They've been so good um, at making these cheesy soap opera superhero shows that the, the acting and the quality of costumes and the effects are just good enough that you're okay with it. You're like, yeah, it was cheesy, but I mean, it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's no Melrose. It I mean, it's like, yeah, they don't. What it is is like it's a Riverdale, Melrose but they have superpowers. You know, <laughs> yeah. doesn't aren't don't some of the characters in Riverdale have superpowers? No, no, they're all just human people. They are from Archie comics, though. But they uh, didn't they were they ever gonna cross over Sabrina with that whole yes, thing? Yes, yeah, she lives in that same universe. Did they? No, they didn't yet. But that's magic. That's different. Speaking of magic, uh, not not gonna. Um, no, we'll do this one. Um, yeah. Audible. So that sucks. That, on that, <laughs> sucks for Supergirl. Good show. So, yeah, uh, which is interesting that they would they announce it um like right before they're about to start shooting the last season. I mean, twenty twenty episodes in a season's a lot. So you're gonna get a lot, and six seasons is a long time for a television show. Oh, a lot, and they've done. I mean, they did big crossover events. It's that that's that's good. That's syndication for sure. As long as uh, you, you just gotta hit, art- you gotta hit that hundred uh, mark. You hit the hundred episode mark, and you're syndicated. Boom! What else do you need? You know? Yeah, I would actually. Why was it canceled though? Uh, why was Supergirl canceled? Huh? I mean, I'm gonna guess viewership. Google. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, ratings. The futures for Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman have also got uh, are in question. For Interesting as well. Legends of Tomorrow, I never, I was like, this is a, I felt like it was just a show that I was watching because it was part of that whole universe. Yeah, to, uh, I mean, it, absolutely. It's it's really good. Green, it ties everything together. But and Green, Green Arrow's done, right? Green Arrow's finished. Finale. That's probably why, because that was like their banger. Yeah, they said we can't was, do it anymore. He's we're, gone. We're Oliver finished. Quinn is gone. He's gone. Yeah. But speaking of new faces, Chris. She-Hulk has been finally cast, uh, and Boss Logic celebrated Tatiana Maslany. How do you say her last name? Maslany's? Maslany's. I don't know. Uh, sorry about that. I'm just going to let that one go. I don't uh, know. She- <laughs> he-, he hooked up some She-Hulk art. Uh, the yes. actress is... You love Boss Logic. Probably- You're a big Boss Logic fan. I-, I do. I do follow him because he's-, he's quick. He's so quick with one as a design person. Like... He's quick with his designs, and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that in that amount of time because I just be firing stuff off. But I, I don't know. He's been. It's interesting because I used to follow him before he was like a a really big thing, and now he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. actually doing. He's doing stuff with Marvel and DC, and 
here and there, and he's always making these cool mock-ups. He does great uh, work. He does great work, and I guess that's yeah what we're seeing here, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So he he did a a, a thing with her, uh, but she's most notably known for her role on Orphan Black as Sarah Manning, oh, Allison yeah. Hendricks. She's great. Uh, she's a great choice. Great actress. Yes, she's a. Uh, Apparently plays a bunch of different characters on that show. I've never seen that show. so Such I a great show. She does a great job. Uh, her entrance to the Marvel Cinematic Universe has already made her profile much higher. Fellow MCU star Mark Ruffalo, who will technically be her cousin uh, on the screen, welcomed her aboard and said, Welcome to the fam, cuz. Cuz. It's a little comic book Easter egg, I guess. He gets her cousins. it. He knows what's up. Um, now, when I first when I first saw some of the the artwork flo- floating around, I mean Jennifer Walters is like she's always hulked out, but like, but like is a lawyer, so like she wears like lawyer clothes and goes and tries cases. Yeah, yeah and it's sort of her shtick. Very, she's she's very like not she can, like she can un- she can unhulk. She's more like she's a lot more like Professor Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's like. Like body, like I don't want, I don't want to say bodybuilder, but she's like wrecked. She's r- r- like yacked. Like she's big. Yeah, my assumption. She's like, my assumption at this point is that they will not have her be that one that we know. That hmm. she will be a human that goes into She Hulk, much like Mark Ruffalo, opposed to having her be a full CGI character. I. That's interesting. I'll I was just change thinking- her origin a little bit. I guess what I was I guess what I what I was really trying to say was in in the comics anyway the way that we see She-Hulk is a very like not over the top bulging you know 10 foot person with yes. muscles bigger than right, 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 planets right, right. right like it's it's, a, it's a, like a human size woman who's like taller and bigger, but like still looks relatively normal as yeah, far she's as just like a, proportionately she looks human normal. features. Yes, yeah. She's yes. just, she's just like a larger, almost like an Amazonian or something like that. You know, not, not a wonder woman, Amazonian, but just bigger human. Not like, like, I know what you're saying now. You're not saying she looks like a bodybuilder. Like she's like exploding out. Like her has weird feet. She just looks like a normal person, but bigger. She just looks like a cut, like, like a big, well tall person. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. But, this uh when i was looking at this actress she's, she's a little scrawny brit she's a little skinny yeah so i was like huh brit. that's why i think you know why i put her in the cgi I, although you know it was believable i never once really um i didn't in, in endgame the whole time he's in hulk mode and he's talking and making jokes and passing off tacos and i didn't think twice about it so that tells me the cgi is there so shit go for it yeah but i i guess I w- it would be interesting to see her like really get bulked up oh they're gonna oh you want to get her get ripped get shredded like yeah you I'll, like a you like, like a shredded girl i see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting i they, so they don't have the cgi and they do more like a, a vision take where they have just paint her that'd be cool i'd be down with that but i mean she could be in mocap and could be mocap suit too yeah mocap that lawyer suit. she's trying cases she's a working gal i'm still curious to see what that whole storyline is gonna be it'll be Hopefully, I mean it'll be good, obviously, because it's MCU stuff. Yeah, they'll be fine. But 
it also is a Disney Plus show, and we have yet to see any one of those shows. So who this could this is new? Who's no? Who knows these are going to be territory. good or not? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, but Chris, speaking of Disney Plus shows, WandaVision oh trailer oh finally boy. dropped. What and man, and this was what a, a treat. It was. It actually really was. Um, the Emmy saw the arrival of the debut of the trailer for WandaVision, which could be the first major Marvel TV series to arrive on Disney Plus. If the uh, if the trailer is anything to go by, it's Marvel's most surreal show yet. Oh my gosh! It opens with a black and white recreation of a 1950s sitcom featuring Scarlet Witch and Vision, uh, before gradually becoming a lot more colorful and bombastic. Yeah, it looks real cool, Mister Lava Lava. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, this we've known this show is gonna be weird. Um, obviously COVID had a huge effect on us getting this show in a timely manner. Absolutely. Um, but since it was talked about at Comic-Con, um, and this trailer, this trailer showed us a lot without revealing too much at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I feel the same way about it. It didn't tell me anything, but it gave me enough of a tease to be like, okay, I see something's going on here. Yeah, there was that one uh, conversation between the neighbor and vision and this is a, apparently is taking place around halloween yeah yeah but like Which through different years or something like or yeah, different yeah, years yeah. of television like it gives it gives away the fact that like vision is dead so this is some yes. sort of and there's like there's a couple hints to it being like a different universe or something because a girl gets thrown through a portal and then she's in our world but like it didn't tell me enough to be like how is vision back how is he conscious why are they both like right. are they both prisoners here because they both seem like they can't really remember certain things about how they got there. Like what is going on and why is it all happening through the eras of television? Like you're seeing a Dick Van Dyke esque show and then it bounces mm -hmm. to Roseanne and then it bounces to something, you know what I mean? Like, and you get to see the classic costumes, but in different settings like seventies and eighties. So I don't know, man. I, I, and it's cool that it's all wrapped around Halloween. It, it looks cool. It just, we knew it was going to be wonky. We knew they were going to bring that. This was kind of a tie into Doctor Strange in the Madness of the Multiverse. Yep. This was mm -hmm. sort of the, our first touch of the multiverse so that that movie, that Doctor Strange sequel, wouldn't be so jarring for us. And I feel like this show is going to deliver on being sort of like a... They said, too, they said it was, you know, it's it's sci-fi horror type. And so I see this sort of, like, scary, yeah. weird thriller Paul, element. Paul Bettany, yeah. Paul Bettany's come out and said this show is way more bonkers than... or something like that. Than, I than love it, man. Shows. I'm, I'm looking for bonky, it's like... Do you I, think I you love think, it? Do you think this is going to be the MCU version of a House of M? Yeah, I think it will be. I think that there's something that happened to her. Because we did or, see, we do see her holding children at one point. Yeah, I, I do. I saw that, and the fact that she like manipulates and changes in one scene, like the updates the TV and stuff. Like I, I do think that this might be some sort of break that she's had that fractured the multiverse and mm -hmm. or, or made her her own pocket reality and she's a prisoner in it but it's gonna you know the twist will be that she created it with her powers or it could Much be that like there's, the there's a villain that yeah. yeah just like awesome or it could go to the other direction and you know she they could be there could be a villain like i could imagine there being somebody that's trapped them in her powers and it also could be the way that they bring him back by <clears throat> excuse me making him be from another universe you know he died in ours but he's one from somewhere else Oh, that'd be interesting because he does look he does look confused in that uh, scene where he's like at that 
at the neighbor's car and she's like, am I dead? And he's like, no, why would you think that? No. Yeah. And he's she's, she's like, like, well, because you, you are. And he's like, he's like, clearly like, what? what? And I think there's yeah. something to that I think we're I mean, that's still to this day. My working theory for Black Widow is that that movie takes place in a different reality. The Black Widow movie? Yeah, that that Black Ooh. Widow isn't our Black Widow, and that either through a cutscene or the end of the movie or something, that she'll get pulled back into the main universe. Like, I just feel like her death oh, was... Really? Uh, because the movie's timing is so weird, I feel like there's something. There's something they want to do. It's so weird to say, we're going to make a movie about a character after a character's dead, and you're in the midst of trying to launch this multiverse thing to not bring her back in that way. That's well, just like my we working too, theory. I mean, they could really, they could really play off the multiverse, um, too, in in this form of Black Panther, you know, bringing back a different looking Black Panther. It's gonna be a, a trip, man. They're, they're going down some. They're going down some weird. They're going down some weird roads. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I mean, really dig deep, because with with their current situation. Um, which I'm I'm very interested to see if they can pull that off, and and for those who don't know, but House of M is a very big, uh, comic event that happened where uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda, basically manipulated uh, like the way everybody saw regular life right like yeah she would she manipulated she changed all of reality because she had a nervous breakdown and and while we've seen a scarlet witch whose powers are a little different like wanda's actual ability is the manipulation of reality and changing and she's that. also a mutant yeah she's a mutant too so like in that one she basically has a trauma which is that vision dies and she goes through mm-hmm. a mental breakdown and because of that her powers she loses control and she's an omega level mutant which is a whole nother thing into itself but it changes all of reality and the only person that can remember anything is wolverine because his brain heals um right so Do you think um yeah. so it's possible because like yeah and also wolverine like isn't that because that's when he like slaughtered everybody right no that's an old man logan oh you're no yeah, oh, yeah you're right. he's the only one like... that wakes up and remembers and he's got to like convince peter parker right, right. and Psylocke and him are like married. It's a whole thing. Yeah. They work uh, for Shield. Do you think, do you think they'll um, re- like reveal that she's a mutant? You know, they tried to do that, but I don't think so. I think why, why mess with it? You know what I mean? Just leave it alone and just yeah. Just say that later. she's got she's got powers because she was experimented on by the stones. We don't need any more backstory from her. We just know that she's got strong powers. And also in this, we're getting um, a character from Captain Marvel who uh, was a child. In the Are we? Movie. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. She's it's, she's in the trailer. They confirmed that at um, Comic-Con. That's super cool because she's like an adult. Uh, what's what's her name? Um, Google. That's not Marie. It's her daughter, right? Uh, yes. Lambo. It's Captain Marvel's friend. Monica. Monica Rambo. Monica. <laughs> it's from Fast Monica and Furious. Monica Rambo is actually is supposed to be an adult in 
WandaVision. That's pretty cool. See, they're they're pulling out all the yeah. stops. They're doing this, they're doing that. Yeah, they're they're definitely tying stuff in. The one show I No, it's it's that movie uh Shang-Chi. The Shang-Chi movie could be really dope. Yeah, and the seven golden circles. The, yeah. The rings and shit. Anyway, the seven golden uh, rings. Yeah, we could talk about this forever, Chris, but let's get to our last and final news story of the week. Uh, could there be a Tenet sequel? Now, we talked a little bit about this off the pod um, right before we started, but as Tenet continues to slowly build an audience in the U.S., uh, the film's Domex's box office stands at $36 million after three weeks. Mm, not huge, but COVID was a real killer. Um. Not to mention major market like New York is not open. Yeah, so that's so not great. That's, that's the, yeah. That's going to That's hurt what's you. hurting. And there's no plans to open until in New York for like a long time. Woof. A lot longer than most. Like New Jersey's open. So if you're in, in New York and you want to see a movie, you have to go to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, New Jersey. But it's just like a it's like a train ride away. It's the same like where I where I'm moving tomorrow, like it'll be the same distance from one AMC to the next, but one's in New Jersey. That's all. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is. Could you imagine if you wanted to see a movie you had to go to Oregon? We're like, well, I gotta drive forty five minutes, this will be great. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be happy minute. about it. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> I gotta take a forty five minute train ride, but that would be the same distance to like Times Square. So, the same. Anyway, enough about me. No one cares about me. But uh, no one cares about my stupid. Tenants, tenants in, yeah, tenants been in theaters for a couple of weeks, but theaters obviously aren't open. But uh, leading star John David Washington, who we think would be a great Black Panther, by the way, if they, yeah, yeah, yeah. is already looking ahead to the next installment. While neither Warner Brothers nor Christopher Nolan have announced plans to develop Tenet 2, Washington tells Esquire he's ready for more big-budget espionage action and says Tenet ends with a perfect setup for a sequel. I couldn't agree more with that statement. He's that not it wrong. It totally does. If you have not seen the movie yet, you know, this isn't a spoiler. Like, we're going to keep this spoiler free for you. But just so you do know, like, the movie ends perfectly set up for like there can be a lot more to this story we can see a lot more from what happened and what's going to happen uh and so um, you know i think i definitely think it could i think i think there's some some stuff there definitely um this is just a, a funny thing that coincidentally happened but right as i finished that news story uh i forgot to mute the music from our tenant session and it <laughs> the tenant song is playing right now bah. in my ear something like that probably um but yes i couldn't i couldn't agree more i think there's still to there's still a story to tell after this movie absolutely and i thought I, I i brad i talked this off the cast as we got this started because i saw this story was on here and i said i'm so glad that you put this on because I, I literally without knowing about the new him saying that or his quote or whatever, like I was legitimately going to ask you like, Hey man, you think they'll make a, uh, they'll make a sequel to this. Cause it just feels right. Yeah. We, I mean, we talked a lot about, there's a lot about the movie that we talked about and we kind of just, we didn't get to that part yet. And yeah, there's, there's so many different what 
ways to even connect a sequel. I mean, you could prequel this thing, you could sequel this thing, and they would basically be the same movie. It's we, it's like yeah. And you said you know <clears throat> that's not Nolan's style, and and we know that like you you brought up or I guess I brought up Batman's, but that was sort of like you know he signed on to do a trilogy. Right. So, but for me, it's like. I just feel like if there's an opportunity to tell a good story, he'll always do that. I think there is a story to be told here. Maybe he, but then again, you know, maybe he's like, nah, I like how it is. I want to keep it how it is. Or I, I, he's from somewhere. I can't remember what his voice is like, oh, I don't like that. I'm Chris Van Allen. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but who knows? I just, I think there's room for there to be more of a story here. I think, and hopefully uh, more people go see this movie. Oh, you, if, if or... you haven't, you should. It, it is high science. It's a lot to chew on, but it's also a really, really good time and a really fun spy-fi flick. Yes, it's definitely a modern James Bond-ish. Yeah, like a like. sci-fi James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Which is fun. That makes it, It's a good time, and, and I think that you'll see it, and I hope that if you haven't yet, when you do, I think you're going to agree. You're going to walk out now that you've heard this, you're going to be like, you know what? That is a super open ending. Like they can definitely not that the, the movie itself is is open, but like just the plot line has more to tell and more to work with. Yeah. My, now I'm going I'm to say right now some spoilers going forward because I have a question to ask you, Chris, regarding sequels and in, in the current movie. Um, so we have our villain in this film. Uh who does die? Yes. Now, if they do the sequel, that it's, won't it's, be the it's, villain it's, it's, anymore because there'll be more to do. That's what. So yeah, that's kind of where it's at too. It's like he was the the he was like the one person who was gonna like. So is there? It's 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 interesting the way that it ends because it does open like yeah you just here is the character you're just getting started. But I've known you obviously for years, and you recruited me. Yeah, blah, so blah, blah. so there must have been stuff doing before then. So I think we could see this character putting out threats in reverse that would have led to threats in the in that we see in the first movie. Like it's a cool way to tell a story. Plus, we also don't know who did we ever. I mean, maybe we already know this, but we never really figured out who was sending him shit from the future right yeah we, I mean, we know that it was just people and we know that they were kind of like like we talked about in the last suffering. one about this like they were suffering because they were all going to die so they were like trying to find a way to have him do this thing and there are some question marks on that but ultimately it was you know we yeah ultimately we was like you know whatever whoever they are doesn't matter as much as what we learn what we could learn more about what's happening now, you know, with them like being the villains in the future that you can't really touch. You can't go and fight people that are in the future. Right. So you got to stop threats that are happening because of them, which is an interesting plot. Yeah, but it's definitely open ended to for a sequel. And I think. It, it's so it's so crazy because you could tell the story frontwards backwards. Like I asked you, I don't think we talked about it on the pod, but I it sits in my brain. I wonder if you could watch this movie backwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You if, probably, you, if you went through all the time, you probably can't. It up. You probably can't. It would probably you'd have to recut the whole movie to make it work. But uh, the fact that the sequel is also the prequel is a is an interesting concept. It's definitely. I mean, and that's what Nolan wants, right? Like he wants 
he wants there to be this idea of like storytelling that's nonlinear and and different and like how you play a plot out and how you weave people through the story is that's part of, I mean that's this whole thing that's what we talked about with him and how his character development's not as intense and his stories are you know whatever they are it's because his focus is on telling you a story but also investing you in it like you're a part of this what's happening you have to follow along to find out what time we're in or who's really this right. or like you right. become a part the music is its own character like he wants all the elements of going to a movie to play in not just what's happening with like the characters talking you know what i mean and driving a plot he wants it to all be an experience so this is one of those things where i could definitely see him being like you know what we can tell a prequel that's technically a sequel and we can make it so people understand what's going on like that's dope yeah and and he's definitely a filmmaker who is not about the streaming life like he's definitely makes movies to be seen on the biggest screen with the best sound absolutely that is Absolutely. made. That's why he made. That's what drives him. Which is, some people. It's funny when they have those conversations. Like, oh, I'll just wait till it comes out on video. Like, it's like mm, you probably shouldn't though, because like, yeah, there's like something yeah, you about got a big the screen. You got a big screen and you got a nice system, but you don't have that IMAX screen. Yeah, yeah, you and need that IMAX sound system. It's or the all Dolby about sound the, It's system. about the experience, man. Um. But yeah, Chris, the thing is still on the on the thing. Christopher Nolan's not really known for sequels, except for the Batman trilogy, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, rather. But I would love to see a sequel from him. Yeah, I wouldn't be Especially, mad. About, I wouldn't be mad about this one because then you could you could go and you could describe more. He's gonna know more about Tenet, and he's gonna know more about all, all the stuff. You know, you you can give more of the the juicy details that we're all questioning and being like, what's that about? What do you think that is? Like you'll get more of that just by doing a sequel where the character gets to learn it as he's growing Uh, into this role. So a cool idea. Right. Right. And I definitely think that, um, John David Washington is killing it right now. He's still on, I would say he's still kind of under the radar. Yeah. He's up and coming though in a big way, but, but, he is is a great actor and i think you know we didn't really we mentioned him when we talked about recasting black panther but i think i was telling you this i don't know if we didn't really get a full conversation going because we were texting but um it's such a full circle thing if he does come back or if he not come back but if he comes to play uh t'challa in a recast situation right um, yeah 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 so he is Denzel Washington's son. And I just want to talk about this for a quick second. I know we're kind of going long, but um, he is Denzel Washington's son. And uh, Chadwick Boseman has a tie to Denzel Washington. Um, he got ex- Chadwick Boseman got accepted to go to this uh, college summer course overseas, but he couldn't afford to go. And so he told his someone he knew who's actually I forget her name. And I'm sorry that I forget her name, but she was like the mom on the Cosby show. Okay. She called Denzel Washington and was like, Hey This kid's a real deal. Yeah, yeah. So he gave her the gave them the money to go to this thing and then uh he kind of I mean, he grows up to be 
grows into being one of the the great actor that he is and and was and so i so think it was i don't tie, was it know? the emmys or the there was an award show that denzel washington spoke about chadwick boseman was it the emmys last so the, night on sunday i don't know if it was the emmys it might have been the emmys um but i i did see that on the on the internet but i just think it how how tighter of a circle could you cut with with that those pieces you know what i mean right absolutely it kind of just it kind of just makes sense so i i, I mean, can see it whatever see it. whatever disney decides to do is what they're going to do and that it'll all work out the way it's supposed to but i think it'd be i mean he's the right age i mean he's a little bit younger but i see it I can see it. I can see it. I can see it being a good move. And we'll see what happens. We just don't know. We're going to have to wait and find out Black Panther. It's going to be up in the air. And it's going to be up in the air for a while. And they'll make the announcement. And then we'll be like, can you believe it? Yeah, exactly. Um, Especially if they go this multiverse route where he's, I mean, we're opening up multiverses. And then he's like, yeah, I'm T'Challa. And then he'll be like, oh, we need you. Because ours is different. Or he's dead. Like, I mean, obviously, I didn't mean to. I feel like I just went dark real quick, but in the the movie, yeah, in the movie, and they they write him, they kill him off in the movie, and then he comes through the multiverse, and it's we have Black Panther, and he fights Doctor Doom, and Fate Storm or whatever. There you go. That's the whole thing. You just just bought them ten years, and then they go in reverse. Tell the Whoa. story in reverse, and then it's the Tenet sequel, and you didn't Whoa. even know it. the whole time. Ten years, you didn't know it was all a sequel to Tenet. Whoa! <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, it's gonna get crazy these these next coming months because movies are slowly opening up. Hopefully, we get back in the swing of things, so we don't have to wear masks, or maybe we'll wear masks forever. I'm a uh, mask boy now. I'm a bubble boy. I live in a bubble. Yeah, who knows? Jake Gyllenhaal. Bubble boy. Bubble uh, that's going to do it for this episode of G Splash. Let us know what you, you think about. Maybe there's a sequel for Tenet. Or if you can't wait for the WandaVision show to start. Or I can't personally can't wait for any of the Marvel stuff to start up again. It feels like, I mean, we definitely got Spider-Man. And that was the last Marvel thing we got. So, and his name is I'm, I'm, out in the streets of I'm ready. New York. I'm ready for some Marvel I'm ready stuff. For some new They'd Marvel quiet. stuff to really make me feel happy. I'm excited for She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk is one of my favorite characters. Um, and I hope that they bring in some maybe Daredevil because all that stuff is right. All that stuff is like expiring. Yeah. So that Marvel's gonna gain those We're rights. Gonna start back. getting all the rights. Start be able to have some real fun. Yeah. Be exciting. 2021 feels so far away, but it sounds so good. Yeah, I know. Everyone's over 2020, right? I'm, I'm done. I need, I need something new. <laughs> I need that new, new. Ah, right. Well, this is episode number, Summer Sessions episode number 38. Also, episode 144. You know how we do here at G-Splash. I'm your host, Bradley Bax, my man, Chris Bucky Watts. Yeah. We out of here, baby. Peace. In the city of Oakland is where I'm from. Whatever you want, we'll show you some. 
It's always been that way. Wherever you from, anywhere in the bay, you gotta come to the town if you wanna get down. Spend a little money when you're coming around. Get you what you want if you wanna get high. Most selling dope just wanna get by. Cause we don't get a lot of choices. That's why we talk with guns now.